The Bob Cousy Award watch list dropped on Monday, the award for the nation's top point guard, and there is a Tar Heel in the mix. But I think they got the wrong guy. You are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, it's Tuesday, October 25th, 2022. Welcome into the Locked on Tar Heels podcast, the only daily North Carolina show out there. I'm your host, Isaac Shade, and I want to thank you for making Locked on Tar Heels your first listen or your first watch every single day. Please don't forget that the show is free and available anywhere you get podcasts, so you can subscribe right now to make sure you don't miss a second of your team every day. This episode of Locked on Tar Heels is brought to you by Sling TV. Don't miss this week's upcoming matchup between the Tar Heels and Pitt on the ACC Network right there on Sling on Saturday night. Sling, the TV you love for the price you love. Try it today. All right, so folks, we're going to talk today about it, its award watch season list. On uh, Monday, the AP preseason first team was named. Um, and, and I want to talk about that and the makeup of it because it's saying, telling me some things about the nature of college basketball right now. So we'll get to that. But as I said, I want to start with the Bob Cousy Award watch list. Once again, this is awarded to the best point guard in college basketball. It's an award that dates back to 2003-2004. So this is actually the 20th year, two full decades of awarding this um, to the best point guard in all of college. And it's Tuesday, so that's going to bring up for us, that's right, you know it, a Tuesday trivia question. I'll go ahead and let you know right now that Atar Heel has won this award more than any other school, three total times. And so, my question to you for Tuesday Trivia is this. Who is the most recent Tar Heel recipient of this award and what year did he win it? Let me know your answer in the comments on YouTube or in the Twitter uh, DMs or whatever it may be. Um, the answer, I'm going to give it to you at the end of the segment. And oh, by the way, of the 19 recipients thus far, there is a school that has never won the award. Any guesses? I'll give you a hint. Their coach recently retired after losing in the final four. Yep, that's right. Interestingly, Duke has never won this award. You would think they would have done so, um, but have not. And even Kentucky has only won once. Only Kansas has only won once. Carolina's won it three times. There's a couple schools. Um, UConn, for example, that's won it twice. Uh, but nobody else has won it three times. But the reason I want to bring up this award is to talk about what I think is an absolute misstep. So there I was on Monday just doing work, doing other things, and, and I noticed um, like a graphic come across the Carolina social media feeds, um, Koozie Award Watch nominee, and I was like, oh man, that's great news. RJ's getting um, recognized and, and noticed for being the great point guard that he is, uh, but then I looked at the graphic and realized that it, for some reason, didn't say the words RJ Davis, and instead it said the words Caleb Love. Uh, well, you know, maybe I just only saw this one graphic and there's a graphic out there for RJ. And so I looked through the Carolina social media feed. No, 
Nothing for RJ. That's that's kind of odd. Maybe I didn't read the list correctly. Let me go back and look at the 20 nominees named to the watch list. Oh, yeah, he's good. He's solid. Yeah, okay, he's all right. Oh, there's Caleb, but there's no RJ. A nice list. Some really great guards. And, and honestly, with NIL, so many great guards back in college basketball this season. But if you're telling me that this list of 20 point guards are, are people ahead of R.J. Davis, you have severely missed uh, missed this vote and, and done it wrong. Um, if, if you want to have both Caleb and R.J. on the list, I'm great with that. But if you're taking one Tar Heel guard, I want Carolina's point guard, R.J., I don't know how many times I have to continue to say it. There has been a switch. RJ Davis is North Carolina's point guard. Caleb, yes, he runs the, the show sometimes, but is effectively now the two guard. Maybe, you know, maybe the, the coaching staff would put it a different way. Maybe the team would put it uh, a different way, uh, you know, in, in how they talk about things publicly. But you watch the on-court product. RJ Davis is the point guard of this team y'all are sleeping on my man rj davis national folks out there and it's gotta stop this man is bar none one of the top 20 point guards in the nation and he should be uh seen and awarded as such y'all sleeping on my man it's gotta stop how many times do i have to say it rj davis is north carolina's point guard but you know what watch what happens on the floor and we'll let that speak for itself but here is the good news. Players can play their way onto and off of this list as the season goes on. It says that on their website. And um, so, more good news. There's a fan vote that opens up this Friday, October 28th. So you know what we can all do, folks out there? Let's encourage people. Get onto this website. Get on to their voting for the fan voting and get RJ's name out there. You make sure these people cannot escape the name of RJ Davis. It's like overwhelming your senator's office or your your representative's office. Make sure they cannot get to their office without hearing the name RJ Davis. Something needs to be fixed and we got to change this. So, here's what I would love us to do. Overwhelm this thing on Twitter. So, if you want to if you want to find out the award voting thing, on Twitter, at Hoop Hall, all one word, with the hashtag Koozie Award, C-O-U-S-Y. And just get on there and let the good people know, hey, you done messed up. Hey, Aaron, you need my man RJ Davis on your list, and you got to fix this. Let's make it happen and get RJ onto that list when a new version is released in late January. All right, you ready for that Tuesday trivia answer? Here it is. It's coming at you. There are three Tar Heels that have been uh, selected as the Bob Cousy Award winner, most recently in 2011-2012, none other than Mr. Kendall Marshall. As you probably guessed, the two previous winners were Ty Lawson in 2008-09 and Ray Felton in 04-05. And so for this award that started in 03-04, that means a Tar Heel won three of the first nine awards, a full third of the first nine awards uh, ever given. You love that. And it seems like it would be appropriate to add a fourth in the 20th year of the Bob Cousy Award. 
So listen, am I denigrating Caleb Love? By no means. I'm just saying, if we're talking about the top point guard in the nation, that's RJ, not Caleb. And he should be on this list, moreover. So let's make it happen. Go out there and do work. Now, while RJ was left off the koozie watch list, the AP uh, preseason first team All-America list, they made much better decisions. But even still, I've got an issue there that needs to be rectified. And I want to tell you all about it. And we'll do that right after we talk about Simply Safe. As everyone knows, athletes rise and fall in the ranks, but when it comes to saving money, Simply Safe always stays on top. And right now, you can save big with Simply Safe Home Security. They're giving listeners 40% off their advanced security system. Simply Safe, in fact, was just named the best home security of 2022 by US News. I use it, I love it, you'll love it too, because it's Simply Safe. Your safety is the only thing that matters. I've turned my house into basically like heart, uh, smart home central, smart home everything. Not even kidding you at all. My TV, it tells me when my washing machine is done. I get a notification on my phone when my garage door opens or closes. <laughs> this is how I've done my house. And so I love how simple and easy it is to use the app to control the Simply Safe system. Helping me feel like Simply Safe has really put my family's safety as a top priority. It also doesn't hurt that you can watch it all in crystal clear HD. Simply Safe blankets your home with protection with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. The monitoring experts use proprietary response technology to visually confirm when a break-in is real so that you get the highest priority police dispatch. So, don't miss this chance to save big when you protect your home with the best. Get 40% off your order when you visit simplysafe.com slash locked on college today. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on college. Go today because there's no safe like Simply Safe. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights that only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app where you're listening to the show, YouTube, or anywhere else you get podcasts. All right, so on Monday, the AP preseason first team All-American team was released. Armando Baycott was named to that team. That's expected and the right call. And that's not why I want to talk about it. That's not the news you came here for because you, you saw that coming. Let me give you the rest of the team. Oscar Shibway from Kentucky, the returning player of the year. You expect him to be there. Drew Timmy from Gonzaga. Marcus Sasser from Houston. And Trace Jackson Davis from Indiana. In fact, let me give you... A second Trivia Tuesday. Yes, bonus Trivia Tuesday. You didn't know you were getting that, but here we go. Armando Baycott named to the AP preseason first team list. Who was the last UNC player named to one of these lists and which year was it? The answer coming at the very beginning of the third segment. Stay with us for that. Now, I know there are some other names you could see switch on and off this list. Um, <clears throat> but at least Oscar Shibwe, Drew Timmy, Baycott, and Marcus Sasser have been on 
almost every list I've seen that with the notable exception being that John Rothstein didn't have Marcus Sasser. He went with an all bigs list and kind of honestly, I love it. Um, and even a, a mini trivia Tuesday. Here we go. Oscar Shibwe, the first AP national player of the year to return since Tyler Hansborough, who won the award in 07 08 and came back obviously to win a national championship in 08 09. So this list is great. I, I can't honestly argue with this list of players Oscar Shibwe, Drew Timmy, Armando Baycott, Marcus Sasser, Trace Jackson Davis. But here is my frustration. My what? My, uh, are we sure about this? Oscar, the, the list of actual voting hasn't been uh, released of who voted for what and how many votes each player got, but we do know this. Oscar Shibwe was a unanimous selection. Drew Timmy was a unanimous selection to this list. Armando Baycott was not a unanimous selection to this list, and that's what I'm going to use the word rankles. That rankles me. I, I, it doesn't make sense to me. Now, we do know that the 59-person media panel that votes for the like AP Top 25 is the group that voted on this AP First Team preseason list. And, and not in a way because I like want to attack them or go at them or anything. I would just love to see the lists of the, the person or people who didn't include Baycott who didn't make him a unanimous selection to this list. Because I want to see who did you pick? And I would love to hear an explanation as to why. Um, maybe, you know, because some people say things like, ah, you know, these these uh, honorary teams, they've, they've got a model, an actual team you could put on a court. Um, and so we can't have Shibwe and Timmy and Baycott. So, uh, you know, I'll, I'll hear that argument. I still would argue, and I will in a minute, that I would take Baycott over at least Timmy, if not Timmy and Oscar Shibwe. Um, so you're telling me, though, in that scenario, like, I can only have two bigs, so I pick Shibwe and, and Timmy, and I pick them over Armando? Uh, interesting. Um, perhaps you, whoever these voter, this voter or these voters are, you just thought there was five better there were five better returning players out there in the nation or an incoming freshman. And and it's not because none of these are incoming freshmen. Okay, well, you tell me who fits the mold better than this. Uh, this player, player A, we'll call him, is the only person ever to court a double-double in all six NCAA tournament games they played in the previous year. Uh, player A, Ty David Robinson's, yeah, David Robinson's single-season NCAA record for most double-doubles in a season. Uh, you know, th this person recorded, uh, recorded, obliterated the North Carolina single-season rebounding record of all time. What, what else do you need to see to tell you that Armando Baycott should be a unanimous selection to this list? Like, who are, who are the five people you're picking over him that made him not be a unanimous selection? Let's do a little stat comparison. Just amongst Shibwe, Drew Timmy, and Mondo Baycott. Oscar Shibwe, 17.4 points per game. Drew Timmy, 18.4 points per game. Armando, 16.3 points per game. So yeah, Armando's the low man on this list, but they're all within two points of each other. 18.4 down to 16.3. 
What about rebounds? Oscar Sheboy, 15.2, leads the way there. It, insane that he averaged 17 and 15 last season. Absolutely bonkers. Drew Timmy, 6.8 rebounds per game. Armando, 13.1. So he's just two rebounds behind Oscar Sheway and has nearly doubled Drew Timmy's numbers there. Field goal percentage, 60.6 for Sheway, 58.6 for Drew Timmy, and 56.9 for Armando. So yeah, he's bringing up the rear in that one, but it's within less than four percentage points. Free throw percentage, uh, Sheboy at 69.1, Timmy 67.8, Armando 67.0. So yeah, once again, Sheboy's leading this category amongst the three, but Armando's within a percentage point of Drew Timmy. Don't forget, he almost doubled him in rebounds. Oh, by the way. Assists, 1.1 for Sheboy, 2.8 for Drew Timmy. That's super impressive. And Armando, 1.5. So right in the middle of that list. Steals per game, 1.8 for Oscar Sheboy. I mean, he just had an insane last season. 0.3 for Drew Timmy and uh, 0.8 for Armando. So he would be second on that list as well. What about blocks per game? Oscar Sheboy, 1.6. Drew Timmy, 0.8. Armando, 1.7. So Armando leads the blocks category amongst these three. And then finally, turnovers. You don't want to be high in these. 1.9 for Oscar, so under two. Two and a half for Drew Timmy. And 2.0 for Armando. So he comes in second in this category. And so when I make this comparison, hear me unbiasedly say, I cannot argue for Armando over Oscar. Like Oscar Shibwe's lines last year just absolutely bonkers. And so, yes, he deserves to be a unanimous selection to this list. And I'm not even saying that Drew Timmy shouldn't be a unanimous selection to this list. But here's what I am saying. If Drew Timmy is a unanimous selection to this preseason All-American list, then so should Armando Baycott. That's the point I want to make. And that's what I don't understand about this. Yes, it's great. He's on the list as he should be. But to me, it feels like a misstep that he is not another unanimous selection. And oh, by the way, Oscar Sheway had 22 double-doubles, set a Kentucky program record. Great. Armando beat that, 31. And so like any of those things you come at, I just don't see how how a voter leaves Armando Baycott off but chooses Drew Timmy over him. That just doesn't make sense to me. And let's keep in mind the competition. I know that Gonzaga plays a great non-conference schedule, but look at who Armando's doing that against versus who Drew Timmy's doing that against. It speaks for itself. You see it. Now, here's something else that's really interesting about this list. You ready for it? The composition of who these players are is wholly different than anything we've seen in five years in college basketball. What do I mean? I'll tell you more about it right after I talk to you about LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs, which helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. It's incredibly easy to create a free job post, so why not give it a try? Add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can narrow down who you'd like to interview and ultimately hire. 
You want to finish the year strong and the right new hire can help you do just that. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus the leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free right now at linkedin.com slash locked on college. Again, that's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Oh man. Okay. So let's stick with this uh, preseason first team All-American list right after I give you the answer to our second Tuesday trivia question of the day. Before Armando Baycott, who was the last Tar Heels selected to this AP preseason first team All-America? The answer, ladies and gentlemen, 2018-19, the player, his brother's Carolina's quarterback, it's Luke May. That's right. Uh, 2018-19, you love to see it, coming off of his, um, excuse me, fantastic junior season that he had. And then Luke May wasn't quite as statistically great um, in his senior season, but I think it was a, a reward well-received for his junior year. Here's what I want to point out about the makeup of this list. You ready for it? Drew Timmy. You know what year he is in school? He's a senior. Oscar Shibway, you know what year he is in school at Kentucky? He's a senior. Armando Bacot, you already know the answer to his. He's a senior. What about Marcus Sasser down in Houston, the fourth player on this list? By the way, the only guard on the list. Oh, he's a senior. And I bet you know where I'm going to tell you Trace Jackson Davis is at Indiana. What year? He's a senior. That's right. Here's what I want to tell you, friends. College basketball is alive and well and in good hands. NIL, I know a lot of people were worried about its effects and how it would affect uh, locker room dynamics and, and pay for play and other things. And are there bad, bad things going on about NIL because of some of the lack of regulation around it already? Yes, 100%. But there is so much good about it as well. Look at these players it has brought back to college and that list. Go, go look at the Koozie Award watch list. While R.J. Davis should be on it, there's a lot of great returning point guards in college basketball. These guys are coming back, and not just coming back once, but they're coming back multiple times. These guys, uh, like previously, might have been gone, but now you have some of the most known figures in the sport coming back. And the AP preseason first-team All-American list is composed of five seniors, entirely made up of seniors. Not just upperclassmen, seniors. I, I mean, you look at this. It's the first time since 2016-17 that there wasn't at least one freshman on the list. That's right. 17, 18, 18, 19, 19, 20, 20, 21, and 21, 22. The last five years, there's been at least one freshman on this list. That tells me a lot about uh, the development and maturity of what's happening with players coming back. And I think so much of that, again, is due to NIL. And hear me not saying it's bad to have freshmen on this list. If, if they're the best, one of the five best players in the country in terms of college basketball, put them on there. Let's see it. Zion Williamson, he should absolutely have been on that list. But this is a recognition that the best college basketball players this season are not only not freshmen, they're not even just upperclassmen, they are five seniors. And I, I, I know that 
college stardom does not equate to being an NBA stud. I get that. Armando Baycott is not going to be the number one pick in the NBA draft. Neither is Oscar Shibway or Drew Timmy. Maybe 20 years ago, one of them would have been, but it's just not the reality of the NBA right now. And you know what? Let's ride that train as long as we can in college basketball. Let's celebrate what's different and special about this game and and the name on the front of the that old cliche, the name on the front of the jersey versus the name on the back of the jersey. And that's one of the things we get to celebrate. Think about what getting five guys like this back does for name recognition, for face recognition, for the recognition in whole of college basketball. They're not having to think Man, who are all these guys we're replacing? I, I don't know the names or faces, and I'm not going to learn them until March, right? Like, there, there is a world in which now you know a lot of the young men and young women for women's college basketball coming back. Think about what getting five guys of this caliber does for the quality of play in college basketball, right? You're not having to teach and train a whole slew of incoming freshmen. I know there's a couple of schools that will, sure. But think about how different practices for Hubert Davis, for example, in a season like this versus a season where you've got maybe two freshmen and two sophomores in your starting lineup. He can start at a whole different level because of the quality of play of getting back experienced and talented young men. And, you know, I I know there's talk once again about um, high schoolers being able to go straight to the NBA and how that might affect the quality of play. There's always going to be young men and women to wear these collegiate jerseys, and they're always going to be um, playing where you're, you're always going to be cheering for them. So, so don't worry about even things like that. Because college basketball has five seniors on its preseason All-America list, and I think that is a great thing for college basketball. I hope you agree. Man, it's been great to get going on this Tuesday here on Locked on Tar Heels. Thanks so much for tuning in into the show coming up on tomorrow's show pat kilby and i are going to bring you an acc preview uh talk some about what we think about the teams and the players on it all that kind of stuff you can follow the show on twitter at locked on heels you can follow me on twitter at isaac shade you want to talk with me more about other things please send the show an email locked on at gmail.com really appreciate you making locked on tar heels your first listen For your next listen, once again, make sure to check out Locked On Sports today. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and of course, the take of the day. It's available on the Odyssey app, on YouTube, and wherever else you get podcasts. Hey, before you get out of here, please don't forget to subscribe to the show, smash the like button, leave some comments on your thoughts on this coming basketball season, and don't forget to ring the bell if you want to get notified anytime a new episode drops. Really appreciate you tuning in with me on a Tuesday. It's been great to talk college basketball together. And I want to remind you that it is always a great day to be a target. Until tomorrow, peace.